Welcome, everyone, to the originally scheduled time of Take the Lead. I'm your host, Oli Plisky. And I'm John O'Halloran. Two episodes recorded back-to-back. Yeah, so this one's going to be a shorter one. Yeah, we, we won't have a halftime. We're just going to go straight through it. Yeah, we, I don't really have a lot. And the wheel spin determined it's going to be baseball once again. again. So, John, hit us with something. Yes, um... Fellas, remember when I mentioned that uh, Christian Yelich signed a new deal with the um, the uh, Brewers? No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, he'll be paid money by the Brewers until 20... Oh, 42. He'll be 50 years old until he's done being paid. Uh, it said $250 million on your contract uh, with the team calls for the Brewers to uh, defer $4 million each year from his $26 million annual salary from 22 to 20, uh, 2022 to twenty. It includes a $20 million uh, mutual option for 2029 and a $6.5 million bio, and a $2 million of the bio will be um, be deferred. Uh, if the bio is owed the $30 million in deferred money, Will be paid in twelve installments of two point five million each July first from uh, twenty thirty one to uh, forty two. I love it. If the bio is not old, Christian Ellis will receive the twenty eight million eleven installments. Oh my God! This dude finesse. I would do it. He's gonna be. He's gonna get paid no matter what. Yeah, like, he retires. He can literally retire. He doesn't have to get another job. Most nope. baseball players don't anyways, but if you're reckless with your money, yeah, you'll have to figure out something else. But yep. with Yellis, he's going to get $2.5 a year for 11 years after he retires. That's crazy. Or at least 11 years after his contract's over. <sighs> now, if only I could do that, make enough money to yeah. defer it. Like, yeah, just give me less now and just give it to me over time. Yep. But from greatness to not-so-greatness, Barry Bonds says MLB has given him a death sentence. Okay, buddy. So, like, he, um, or is it? Yeah. uh, He was describing his time around the sport since his retirement in 2007. Mm -hmm. He's like, I feel like a ghost, a ghost in a big empty house, just rattling around, a death sentence. That's what they've given me. My heart, it's broken, really broken. But then he followed up just like, if you don't want me in the Hall of Fame, just like say it. We don't want you in the Hall of Fame, buddy. You cheated. But the thing is, they're not saying it. True. So he's just kind of like floating around. He's like, will I get in eventually? Will I not get in eventually? I'm moving side to side as I say this out of emphasis but guys I, I want you to look at Barry Bonds when he first started playing baseball look how small he was the dude's literally the size of, I don't even know what you can say what he was the size of I mean a twig I'm just kidding a twig alright I actually haven't seen him when he started okay yeah <laughs> he's like a crackhead look how small he was yeah it's pretty tiny then he blew up to freaking the size of, I didn't even I even know a, a, a boulder. I mean, he blew up to the size of um a blow up though. Ooh, wordplay. <laughs> um, I don't think he I don't think he'll make it to Hall of Fame. 
Nah. Well, he cheated. He used the good old roids. Yeah, but then MLB should just like come out and say it. Yeah, they say, hey, buddy, you cheated. You ain't getting in. And like, that's final. Yeah. And that's the bottom line because I said so. Mm-hmm. So, next up for you. Uh, I only had two baseball. I I have four, so hit us with your second, and then I'll go. Uh, to be honest, there's Barry Bonds, my oh. second one. Okay, so then I'll <laughs> you go. You bastard. Right, I'll use that one last because it's Red Sox. Let's so, go, Red Sox. So, Justin Verlander, be hurt. He's saying it'll take a miracle to be ready for opening day. He has a, what is it, a mild right lat strain. Oh, He's not complaining. I'm not just kidding. He's probably making that noise. He said, I would say it would probably take a miracle to be back by opening day, but I don't want to leave miracles off the table. He, so just just wanna like, get, he just doesn't want to get booed. No matter what he's going to get booed. <laughs> the whole team's going to get he's booed. He's going to wait for his first start to be in Houston. Yep. But um, he said, talking with doctors and looking at the scans, it's definitely not worst case scenario. Best case scenario would be no injury. It's just probably somewhere in the middle of that. Yeah. And for a guy his age at 37, I don't know, you got to be start getting concerned be, yeah. with any type yeah, of yeah. injury talk. Um, whoops. Speaking of injuries as well, Trey Mancini of the Orioles leaves team, will miss time due to non-baseball medical procedure. I saw that, and they won't, the Orioles will not release what it is. Mancini had recently been dealing with flu-like symptoms, which caused him to set up much of the week, and will. And that's not—they're not 100 percent certain on whether or not that has anything to do with it as well. Yep. So we wish him all the best, and yep. hopefully he gets better soon. Okay. Because yes. the Orioles need as many players as they can get. Yes, because the Orioles are. Don't know Over under. Fifty-eight wins for the Orioles under. this year. Under. I'm going to say 52 on the dot. So 52 and 110? Yep. On the dot. All right. Mark it down. <laughs> write it down. I'm going to write it down so I don't remember. Yeah, write, it, write that bad boy down. 52 wins. Orioles. Write Orioles don't, so you don't forget. All right. I, wrote down the, I wrote down the Orioles. I was thinking, I, I don't know, because I got hockey right here. O-R-I-L-E-S. I know. I don't know why. I don't know if that's how it's spelled. I don't know. I wrote down Orioles. I was thinking hockey for a sec. It's O R I O L E S. I'm an idiot. in the middle. I'm an idiot. Now let's bring it to our Red Sox. Alex Vertigo, newly acquired outfielder, expressed yeah, expressed interest in becoming a two-way player in the pros. Anything to help this team because the Red Sox are going to be the Orioles in a couple years. So, Alex, my boy, anything to do to help this team? I give you the nod. Do it. Yeah, Vertigo would begin an off-season throwing program, throw bullpens at spring training, and then perhaps make his pitching debut during the regular season. Vertigo said, "I'd be like, all right, I won't throw hard today. I promise you guys, I'll just go out there and maybe I'm throwing seventy percent and touching ninety mph." And they're like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> hey, you know what? Like I said, anything to help this team. I mean, they need it. Because it's going to be a long time until the Red Sox are good again. Yeah, wait. What is this? There's a video attached here. Oh, outfield. Yeah. 
Vertigo threw home against the Red Sox with Rafael Devers, and they clocked him at 97.1 miles per hour throw from the outfield to home plate. I think I was watching that game. Probably. It was uh, July 15th. Yep. 2019. Or at least that's when the video was posted. Not, yeah, so it might have been. July it was around 14th. that time. Yeah. Yep. So who knows? Maybe he will be a good two-way player. And then with the. Um, I hope so. With the addition of. Um, who did it? like Pilar, right? Yes. Yeah. With the addition of him. Imagine um, on games where it's Benintendi, Bradley, and Pilar in the outfield. Ooh. You just put you just toss Virgo in the bullpen. It's like, hey, we still might use you today. Just go go sit out there. I like that. I don't know. I think that'd be a really big help for the Red Sox. If yes. That's like a scenario that could be yep. done. So neither of us found anything interesting since yesterday for nope. basketball. Nope. So <laughs> just going to jump straight into football. <laughs> Aye, hit us with something. Josh Norman and the Bills agree on a one-year deal. Struggled with the Redskins for uh, for four seasons after signing a five-year deal or seventy-five million. Definitely ain't the player he used to be. No, definitely not. Um, what do I want to do? We'll do this one. Um, Russell Kung files complaint against NFLPA over CBA negotiations. Of course, and obviously it's in regards to the. Safety issue of a 17-game season. Yep. And how, where's the number? Six out of five people from the executive committee voted not to recommend the proposed CBA to players. But, yeah, he complained. This is where your whining sounds coming. The are probably like, is that a big baby across the hall? Always. And then Tom Brady... Has announced his future <gasps> outside of football. Oh, got you, bitches. <laughs> He's uh, launching a Hollywood production company called 199 Productions. Clever. I like the name of it. And they he the Deadline Hollywood tweeted about it. And he'd likely be doing like documentaries, movies, and TV, which that, that's what production companies make. So now this will make me wonder. Now the, oh, he opened this. Now, does he go to the Rams? Uh, not the Rams. Does he go to the Chargers now? Because it would be easier for him or even the Raiders. Uh, or this probably just... I don't mm-hmm. think so because he's... Well, at least I don't think it ups their chances. Yeah. Because Tom Brady's not going to become an executive producer on films. Yeah, true. He's just the head of the production company mm-hmm. that would be making the film. So he'd have he'd be just be like making all the crap ton of money yes. from the productions and obviously they'll, they'll be a, have the directors executive producers on the film separate mm-hmm. i'm sure brady will stop by every once in a while checking yeah. on it like hey, how's it going oh my gosh tom brady and what do you know oh yeah 199 productions yeah. Woo. boston kid <laughs> it's freaking tom brady it's tom brady mate that's not boston <laughs> <laughs> we can pretend what we can pretend i'm just gonna start calling everyone mate mate I've been watching a lot of 8 out of 10 Cats Does Countdown, and, and they, they say, say mate. mate a lot. They do? Yeah. It's like, thanks, mate. So thanks, just Mike. call everyone mate. Hey. On the uh, sidetrack for a second, John Richardson, who's my favorite character, on the Christmas special, his wife was his partner, and at one point he called his wife mate. 
You did? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? It was great. And then the host was like, do you just call your wife mate? Yeah. <laughs> mate? Uh, Sidetrack a little bit. Have anything else for football? Um, yes. Uh, hit us with it while I go grab a drink real quick. Uh, the Cowboys have made only one recent offer to Dak Prescott. Uh, multiple reports emerges on Monday that the Cowboys have submitted an offer to quarterback Dak Prescott in addition to a recent uh, report offer that has an average of uh, $33 million per year. Multiple sources tell PFT that there has been only one offer. The offer per source was made on March 2nd. The Cowboys have not recently made any o- other offers. It's unclear whether Prescott's camp has uh, responded to the offer. The Cowboys would like to get the deal done before Thursday. The deadline for uh, applying the franchise tag, if the Cowboys tag Prescott, a different dynamic becomes unlocked and a new set of deadlines will become active from the launch of the season program in April. Um, a deal worth $33 million per year at signing would be the rich, richer than Russell uh, Wilson contract, uh, which had a value of $31.4 million at the signing. So it sounds like the uh, Cowboys and Dak Prescott are not really seeing eye-to-eye on what kind of contract they want. Um... It must be a situation if they don't get a deal done. They start calling teams that need a quarterback and said, hey, take him, uh, take Prescott for multiple picks. We'll take some players off of you. Uh, I just want to see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Do you think he'll get the deal done? Or do, you think he'll, or do you think he will not be a Cowboy at the beginning of the season? I think he'll be a Cowboy, but it'll probably be a tag. He'll be a tag? I think so. This is my opinion on it. And also... Where is it? Ah, uh, boy, I didn't save it, but uh, AJ Brown said he would love to play with um, would love to play with Tom Brady. He said it would be a dream Who? come true. AJ Brown plays for the uh, Titans. Ah, uh, okay. Um, where is it? Oh, here it is, folks. Folks at home. Folks at home. I'm just going to be honest. Uh, he knows how to do it. He's won a Super Bowl. He's won Super Bowls, and I really want to be around him. Even if I don't play with him, I just want to have a conversation with him and try to pick his brain and see how uh, he does things. Makes sense. Uh, but if we're fortunate enough to get Tom Brady this year, this would be insane. But regardless of wherever we get, I just want them to be kind to uh, kind of hurry up so I can uh, know who my quarterback is uh, this upcoming year. Uh, that'd be a good weapon for Tom Brady. Uh, he had a fantastic season last year, Mr. A.J. Brown. Uh, great rookie season. I think Tom Brady will be a great uh, quarterback for him. That'd be a great weapon for Tom Brady. All right. I have one last football. Do you have anything else? Uh, after that, I just got hockey. Okay. So, the Rams had a logo leak yes. on Reddit. Mm-hmm. And it is apparently legitimate. Oh, well, if you guys didn't see that, I'll probably should post some. So, what are your thoughts? <laughs> That's the dumbest looking logo I've ever seen in my life. It looks like the Chargers. And it literally mm-hmm. looks like the Chargers. Not gonna lie. <laughs> the whole time I looked at the logo, you thought it was the Chargers. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Even reading it as Rams, I interpreted it as Chargers based on the logo. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it, I'll post on the social media. It's literally an LA with a lightning bolt. 
Yeah, it's stupid. It looks like dumb. Yeah, the guy underneath it, there's literally a lightning bolt on it underneath the tweet. It is a lightning bolt. It's not, it's not, that's not a horn. That's a lightning bolt. Not even close to a horn. I can see how they can interpret it as a horn, but I don't know. Maybe have two of them. That's what I would do. Just like double it up real quick. Make it look like it's on a ram's head. So now what happens if someone, someone doesn't really watch football, gets sewn that hat, and they're a Chargers fan, and they think it's a Chargers logo? That person's going to be like, Dad, what the hell are you doing? This is a Chargers. Isn't that who that is? No, Dad, this is a Rams. I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Like, that's the most laziest. So they were sitting there at the table, and they were trying to think of a concept, and someone said, I got it. How about L.A.? With a horn going through it. That looks like a lightning bolt so we can confuse people. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I got distracted. Pat messaged me about uh, the digital WWE trading card game we play. Oh. Because I have no more for football, but... Hit us with your hockey minute, and then we're, we got a surprise for you guys. Um, Steven Samkos, uh, when I said Saturday or yesterday I had nothing big for hockey, I didn't do a lot of research. Uh, Steven Samkos, to miss six to eight weeks, will have surgery on a core muscle. Uh, Hurricanes clapped the Penguins six to two. Red Wings beat the Lightning five to four in shootout. Uh, they won two to one. I'm actually surprised to beat the Lightning. Uh, Golden Knights over the Flames five to three. Um, Blues edge of Blackhawks, 2-0. Wild uh, defeat the Ducks, 5-4 in overtime. Avalanche defeat the Sharks, 4-3. And the uh, Blue Jackets beat the Canucks, 2-1. And uh, the standings and everything else is pretty much the same. Alrighty, so. <clears throat> Here's our surprise for you. We're going to talk about some UFC. <laughs> we could have <laughs> talked about it last episode because it was a Saturday event, but I forgot. It's okay. So, police report filed against Brian Ortega following a UFC 248 slap attack. Slap attack? Did you hear about this at all? No. So, um, top-ranked featherweight contender Brian Ortega blew a gasket at UFC 248 last weekend when he slapped Korean pop star Jay Park. In retaliation for comments made by 145-pound rival Chan Sung Jung. Who the hell is Jay Park? He's a Korean pop star, and he was only there to translate. He was the translator for the UFC fighter. All right. Who is... In, where is his nickname? I don't know where his nickname is. But because of the comments he translated, Brian Ortega was like, yeah, I'm just going to beat you up. <laughs> and you just clapped him? Slapped him, yeah. Man. Yeah. Dude, just was there doing his job and got clapped for no reason. Yeah. Oh, I found it. Um, The f- Korean fighter's nickname is the Korean zombie. The Korean zombie. All right. Yeah, and he, Ortega... Um, Wait, no, never mind. Yeah, and Ortega was booted from the arena following the attack. The video's got to be out there somewhere. There's um, a TMZ video of the aftermath. Seems like I told you it'd slap you like a bitch. <laughs> oh, T- TMZ. Yeah. Good old TMZ. 
Yeah, and then also from UFC, Joanna Jedgerich. That's my guess of how to spell it. There's so many Z's and J's in there. I don't want. I don't know. I ain't trying to say it. Jedrick. Yeah, that's close enough. Joanna Jedrick. I'm just gonna say Jedrick. Sounds close enough. Face was brutalized during her fight. Oh my god, her face looked unrecognizable because of her hematoma. Her face is me on a Monday when I wake up. Yeah. Yeah, the, I just saw clips from that fight. It's just insane. Uh, yeah, Will show me him. I mean, yeah, I, I showed him the comparison. He's like, "Is this the same person?" He's like, "No." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> Dude, the UFC is so friggin' brutal. Like, yeah, Dana White said in her fight with um, what's uh, I'm very bad with these names, Zhang Wiley. Dana White said, that was a tough act to follow. I'd have to say the best women's fight I've ever seen and one of the best fights I've ever seen. That, that, it's, it's such a brutal... I don't even know if, we, I, if you want to call it a sport. I don't even know what you want to call UFC. I'd call it a sport. It's definitely a sport, but it's so brutal. It's combat sport. There we go. Now, I had to look up what a hematoma was just so I knew for sure. And blood or bleeding under the skin due to trauma of any kind. So, it's like a bruise, but it's swollen a lot. So, guys, if you got, you got to go look at that picture. Yeah, if you can find the picture. Maybe we'll post it on our Instagram at TTLpod. Yes, but I should. Yeah, we'll, we'll post it up tomorrow or today. It may be up when you listen to this. May not. We'll figure it out. Who knows? Time will tell. Yes, it will. Watch us just never post it. <laughs> Anyways, John, where can they find you? It's been the same since all 53 episodes. <laughs> you can find me on my Instagram at John O'Halloran15, O-H-A-L-L-O-R-A-N. You can follow my Twitter under bar John under bar O'Halloran. And I guess I'll plug to YouTube, John O'Halloran, Will. Where they can find you on the beautiful internet weeb. You can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at William Kliske. You can follow the show. On Twitter and Instagram at TTL Pod. Please rate, review, and subscribe on your preferred listening platform. And share with friends and family and neighbors and uh, your mailman, I guess. Yeah, just send it in all the outgoing mail yes. days. Just like toss in like a CD with the newest episode. And talk to people at stores. Tell everyone about this podcast, please. And we will see you this weekend. Bye.